Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. I have a bit of a cough today. Sure. I'll be fine. Don't worry. Okay, I'll, I'll try. I'll try not to. I'm going to be just very bogged down by anxiety this I entire know. time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hi, everyone. Hello, everyone. My name is David Bell, and I'm not. Uh, <laughs> my name is Tom Ryman, and we just watched uh, Bernard and the Genie, or Bernard. Bernard and the Genie. Bernard, whatever, whatever, England. Of course, in the landing. <laughs> and I think I need a little more practice. <laughs> Alan Cumming, Lenny Henry, and Rowan Atkinson star in Bernard and the Genie Monday at eight on one. I want to. I want to get this. I want to get this out. Um, they're better at, at a lot of things than us. I think the coronavirus is. You know, there's no you can't brag about being an American. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, well, yeah, especially in this case, uh, they're they're better at you know they they have better numbers. What is it? The metric system. Yeah, we don't have that. They right. they 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 have cooler accents. Uh, but it's Bernard is what I'm getting at here. Mm-hmm. It's B E R N A R D. Yeah, knock it off. Knock, knock it, off. it off on this one thing it's just this <laughs> one thing uh it's bernard guys yeah what do you, i don't know what you're trying to prove here yeah the moment this because i watched this on youtube yes did you yes. also uh, it's, it's like the only BBC. way it's the yeah, only it's like, way it's available <laughs> and it's like a someone recorded it off the bbc mm-hmm. it was a made and, for bbc movie from 1991 i believe yeah it is i i don't think anybody's seen this movie um we should think who made us watch this movie let me let me look it's andrew mcguire that's who to blame andrew okay. mcguire thank you for allowing us to watch this mm-hmm. movie that is available to anybody on youtube uh it thank stars you for making me aware this film exists yeah it stars alan cumming uh it has mr bean in it oh man i feel bad for not knowing um the genie's name let me look him up um lenny henry Lenny Henry. I do know that he provided the voice of the uh, of the shrunken head on the bus scene in Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. He's a comedian. Uh, this is also from uh, a writer, Tom. Mm-hmm. Can you guess what the writer's most recent film was? No. Yesterday. Okay. Because it's the writer of Four Weddings and a Funeral, Notting Hill, Bridget Jones, Jones' Diary, Love Actually, War Horse, and Yesterday. What the hell is going on? Uh-huh. Uh, so that's interesting. How dare this movie? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it, it's, is this a holiday movie, I assume? It, it, it must be, yes. It's, it's very, it leans really heavily into the Christmas stuff. Yeah. It's about a man named Bernard who gets fired by Mr. Bean because he wants to steal no 
What is his what's his game there at the beginning? He, he sold he successfully sold these uh paintings. Um got it. Uh, that were owned by these uh, like these little old ladies, uh, and he, he he turned them around for fifty million pounds. And he suggests to Rowan Atkinson, he's like, you know, I told the I told the the ladies that you know we would they would get the money when I sold them. So he suggests that they give them half of the fifty million pounds, and Mister Bean fires him because he wants all of the fifty million pounds. Correct. Okay, I think half is steep too. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but it, like you that's know, why it's... I was confused because I was like, it sounds like he's scamming those old women, and then Mister Bean fires them, and I get it now where it's like he fired him for not scamming them more, yes. but half. I mean, yes, their lives are changed, um, but like an art, like selling art at commission, mm-hmm. couldn't be possibly be half. That's a lot. Tom. It is a lot. Yeah, you, yeah. the fifty percent commission is insane. Yeah. Uh, so I I don't know I, I I guess it just felt like um I I mean it's a comedy this is a comedy yes and it's it's I how did you like this by the way did we get through that no we haven't uh, we have not touched on that at all how did you like <laughs> Bernard and the genie um it's fine in in the way that uh, um oddball British comedies tend to be mm-hmm. um but it's also extremely dated yes. It's, uh, I liked some of the humor. Uh, I like, I generally like British humor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think it ages better than American humor. It tends to. Right. Because a lot of it's based on like wordplay and shit like that. Yeah. And like when they do address like stuff like do jokes about race, they don't tend to be like, was there only one joke about race? I think it was just the one where he's, he's listening to Barry White. And he goes, what color is this guy? <laughs> he goes, black. And he's like, yep, I knew it. Or something like that. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Well, he's loving it. Um, yeah, so it, it, I, I don't know. It tends to age better. Uh, it's it's a batshit film. It the, is, the movie is totally insane. <laughs> I'm not sure why this movie exists. I don't know. It's like yeah. he, he discovers this genie and they go on a series of very minor adventures. That There is no conflict. <laughs> isn't <laughs> they he discovers a genie they spend roughly an hour uh more like 40 minutes of the film doing just genie stuff like going to the movies uh they have two scenes where they just go to the movies right he goes to see terminator 2 and robin hood prince of thieves yeah and then uh they do good things he gets revenge on his enemies he learns nothing <laughs> he sure does yeah he learns nothing <laughs> Uh, and then the movie ends. And then that's the end of the movie. <laughs> There's Whenever they kind of start promising conflict, because I remember thinking, like, they show Mr. Bean is clearly going to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is he going to do? The other guy has a genie. You know, you have to figure out how to not have a genie. So you either Aladdin it, you make the villain get the genie. Mm-hmm. Um, I This has so little conflict that there's no limit on the genie's wishes. Right. In, like, he- the first, like minute he wishes like five wishes yeah uh the only rule is you can't make people feel emotions mm-hmm. that's it uh unlike aladdin he can bring people back from the dead yeah he can rewind time yeah it doesn't he's a god yeah it's a, it just it nothing nothing in this movie matters nothing there are no uh, there are no stakes there's no conflict none. 
when they they do a thing where he he they set up what I thought was a conflict, which is that they wish master him a little bit. He wishes for the Mona Lisa. Mm-hmm. They uh, deliver the Mona Lisa, and then it's revealed the Mona Lisa was stolen, and that's how he did it. Right. It just he just teleported it from the Louvre to his house. Yep. Uh, the police come and then he and are, kills a guy. <laughs> and then he kills a man, and then the cops are really casual about the whole thing. They are. He kills a cop. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cops don't react to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in, uh, in a very like British comedy scene, they just co- like politely question him over stealing of the Mona Lisa, and then they just casually take it off the wall. <laughs> Yeah. Like it isn't like a priceless artifact. And then, uh, they and go like in the elevator. He didn't just kill a man with a sword. Yeah. <laughs> and they, yeah. And they just like politely take him in for being a cop killer and uh, who stole the Mona Lisa. Uh, and the genie is at the movies. And that's why there's conflict. Right. And then they find the genie, arrest him. And then he says, I wish this didn't happen. And then it doesn't happen. And the movie continues. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's the conflict, and it's maybe halfway through the movie. Yeah, and it resolves in like I don't know, it fifteen resolves minutes instantly. Just about. Yeah, uh, and then they go out robbing and giving gifts for Jesus. Mm-hmm. That was weird. That was yeah. There's a whole. There's a weird like diversion toward the end of the movie where the genie starts talking about how he was friends with jesus <laughs> just like they, they like lean really into it and it's it's out of nowhere and it's very strange That's what made me think is this a christmas film it is yeah every, it's christmas time yeah so like like i mean is it is this like a t- christmas special on the bbc i assume so, so. they're like we got to do some christmas stuff because they wrote a movie about a genie and they're like wait this isn't a christmas film let's make it uh like Christmassy and then they like hastily rewrote it. Yeah, we I'm I'm sitting here like now that we're talking about it, like we it really can't be stressed enough that like there is no conflict in this movie. None at all. They, just, they also, spend most of the movie hanging out in his apartment. I don't think the characters are particularly likable. Again, I, I think it's funny. But like Alan Cumming uh I still think screwed over that lady. The genie gets cursed because he throws a knife into a girl's throat. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> like, gets turned into a genie. He weird, apparently murdered a girl. Weird so. punishment. I yeah, gotta, weird. Gotta be honest. <laughs> it, is a, it is a very weird punishment for um, throwing a knife into a girl's throat. He was doing a knife throwing act, I guess. Yeah, that's what it. That's what. Yeah, he was like, yeah. it "Was my first time doing knife throwing with there yeah. or whatever." When they're, I, I don't want to forget this, Tom. When they're doing the gifts for kids, mm-hmm. one of the kids wishes for a Ninja Turtle, and it's the fucking Ninja Turtle from the movie, played by David Foreman, who is the guy who played Leonardo in the Ninja Turtles movie. Hey, neat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was his last performance as Leonardo oh, because they replaced him for Ninja Turtles 2 Secret yeah. of the Ooze. That's bullshit. Yeah. It, was, it was the real costume, though. I was like, I was, uh, yeah. that was a legitimate surprise. <laughs> it's a legitimate cameo. Yeah. That is like, a Ninja Turtle. Leonardo. Okay. Yeah. That, that was the only cameo I recognized. He wishes to be like some like singer. Bob Geldof. Yeah. I don't know what that is. That's, I think, a product of its time. 
maybe if I watched this in the nineties, I'd be time like, oh. and also uh, a, you get it's a product of being British. Oh yeah, yeah. It's got two layers on it of mm-hmm. obscurity for me. Yeah, which is like this is a guy who is apparently British and famous in the nineties, mm-hmm. and it didn't stick. Oh, Bob, Gel- is one of my- Bob Geldof is is still very famous. It's just oh. you kind of have to be English. <laughs> Okay. I also don't know musicians in general, mm-hmm. so that's a third layer. Like, you seem to know who this guy is. Yeah, no, I know who he is. Yeah, I, did, I didn't he know likes, who that he, guy he was. He started um, Live Aid. He was, uh, I can't remember the name of his band, but he's a big, like, songwriter and producer and stuff. His wish is to look like him. Yeah. And, like, no offense to him, he's not a bad-looking guy, but he's not, like... A supermodel. Well, because he says like you should you should look a little more scruffy because 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 oh. women, women like that. And then Alan Cumming is like, "What you mean, like Bob Geldof?" And so he turns him into Bob Geldof for like got it. thirty seconds. It's got a it. it's a bizarre cameo. Yeah, <clears throat> this is filled with weird cameos. I mean, mm-hmm. that Ninja Turtle. The Ninja Turtle floored me. Yeah, because like yeah, Bob yeah. Geldof, I was like, whatever. It's British. It's nineteen ninety one. But the fucking Ninja Turtle. Leonardo wild Leonardo fucking shows up in this movie does a few kicks he does yeah yeah it's uh it's fucking fantastic (laughs) his last name wait wait there's one there's one wish that happens at the the Santa meeting that we have to discuss what (laughs) when the baby explodes in the stroller oh yeah (laughs) you remember that happening what what was that? What happened there? I don't there? know. So, did she wish that her baby would explode? I or guess, did the or baby the... wish that it was dead? Yeah, the baby's like, unmake me. <laughs> I don't know. I think like the... Yeah, the, the, the that's the, why they cry all the time. I think the sibling like wished they didn't have a, a, a little, a little uh, brother so they or whatever. So the baby. Pushing the stroller away, and you see it's like a baby, like it's a live baby. It's not like a baby doll. And then yeah. it cuts to like a scene from behind, and the stroller just explodes. Yep. And they just go on. <laughs> like well, the movie not, continues. It's very chaotic neutral. Uh, they do not. <laughs> like, again, Alan, Alan Cumming later he doesn't learn any lessons and you think there's going to be a lessons here because well, he does well, the he, thing he where almost, he's like he almost gets worse yeah because like in the beginning like after he gets fired he calls his he tries to call his his girlfriend and then his best friend and it turns out that they're boning and they have been for a while and they're in love or and whatever. they're like they're like sociopaths they are. about they're, it. They're le- yeah they're legit she tells him how it. great he is in bed like yeah yeah it's the movie really sh- they're shoving shitting it. right on his face. Just shoving it in our faces that yeah. he's having the worst Christmas. Yeah. Um I do like he says the the friend says it's a dog stabs dog in the back and then dog eat dog world. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a fun line. Yeah. And then he explains and, to the genie, like he tells the genie what's happened and he's like, Oh, so do you want me to like kill them or something and he's like oh no 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 that's not that's not really how we we do things like he's like letting it go but yeah. then like later in the movie he has them get arrested for like a hundred pounds of weed yeah i love the line where he's the, the girlfriend's handcuffed and she oh, goes yeah, yeah well if it was all there why didn't he give me any of right, it as yeah. her like defense <laughs> yeah that was a great line 
Um, so, so like he 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 at the beginning of the movie he was gonna let it go and then after he's gone on this journey with his with his wacky genie friend at the end he decides to send his friend to prison. Yeah, and that's supposed to be the growth moment. That's what's weird is that this is when they're like they have a talk about Jesus because the genie knew Jesus, uh, and that is cute. hands down the weirdest moment of the movie. Yeah, where he's like, "Oh, I knew Jesus." Yeah. Well, I thought that was cute because this is also. Here's a weird thing about this movie. It's not a genie movie as much as it is a time traveler movie. The 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 genie stuff, he's like again, he has no limit on wishes, so he's mm-hmm. just magical. But they'd spend a lot of time with the genie um who unlike the genie from Aladdin, which is, you know, the benchmark, that's what we're gonna compare this to, mm-hmm. uh uh, he doesn't understand anything about modern day the genie in aladdin is timeless apparently right he's aware Um, of of future pop culture yeah well he's like only aware of future pop culture specifically 90s pop culture but you know yeah what 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 can you do but like this what this one is he has to learn about it so a lot of the movie is that and then they spend a lot of fun with like when he learns his whole family's dead and i love the conversation where he's like how's caesar doing oh yeah uh and and he learns his whole family's dead and then he bites into a big mac and is like oh never mind yeah he's and, like instantly and, just overjoyed by the big mac yeah so there's a lot of like exploring him as a character as a out of time so like i i thought it was cute the idea of like oh i knew jesus and like oh that's another time gag uh, but then it gets into like what his message was yeah and that's where it got really weird to me because uh, they're like, he doesn't like commercialism. We right. should go out and do wishes Jesus style. And then one of those wishes is I wish you plant drugs under my friend, <laughs> ex-girlfriend's bed. And blow and up he's this like, infant. Yeah. And he's like, yep, style, Jesus style, that's the planting sti- drugs. Style of Big J, he calls yeah. <laughs> Big J. Big J. Oh, man. Yeah, it's... uh. I mean, did we mention that this is only an hour long? Hour no. Yeah, this this movie is like 67 minutes long. <laughs> it's really... Uh, the thing I'm like most curious about is why. <laughs> why? Why this? Why was this the story that they went from? I have no idea. I don't uh, know. Why is this a Christmas movie? Right. What, and like nothing happens. Yeah, nothing happens. Uh, the most dramatic thing is, I don't know, Mr. Bean's goatee? That, uh, it's it's something. That's some king shit. That was a real power move. It was. Just this, also, he has this intense chin beard. Yeah, he really does. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a bold move. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many, his last name's Buttle? right yes bottle 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 okay not bottle like in fucking brazil uh no no bernard bottle or bernard bottle it's fucked up yeah this is how dare you um the music narrating his life that did you notice that i did yeah it's the second the the reprisal of mr success yeah is really funny because it's like (laughs) it's saying he's going to prison and he's gonna go he's gonna go meet mr electric chair yeah (laughs) their humor man there's there's this like weird combination of weirdness where like i can't i can't tell when they know they're being funny 
and that's i mean that's british humor you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah um, for sure. but like when the cop just like casually takes the mona lisa down uh i i couldn't tell if they're being funny and then when they're in the elevator and he's just holding the mona lisa i feel like they're being funny there right yeah like they understand this is not how the mona lisa would be handled um but how casual they are is also like another layer of it there's it's it, it, it it's hard to know when they're being self-aware or not because this is also in the 90s mm-hmm. so like our standards were lower then for yeah, storytelling they there's yeah there's a couple of weird i mean yeah there's a couple of uh dated jokes like um he makes he makes like an oblique prison rape joke yeah i mean they'll make those now yeah that's true but he's like oh the only girlfriend i'm gonna get now is gonna be six foot two with a beard right um and the genie the genie's like that sounds great to me like it was it was just it was weird for a couple of reasons <laughs> not the least of which is i believe alan cumming is gay so it was just like an it was it's it's dated it's, a weird it's one, yeah. one of those dated grown worthy jokes with like extra layers to it it's like wow this is really uncomfortable to watch <laughs> yeah by the way the genie is a maniac <laughs> uh, it truly is <laughs> when he first meets the genie uh so he gets fired his girlfriend's cheating on him he goes home uh he sees a man in his house and it's the genie because the night before Oh, yeah. I really like this detail, and I, I want this to be in every movie about genies. When he first rubs the lamp, it's an explosion that sends him to the hospital. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. I yeah. like that that's the... <laughs> so he's coming home from the hospital. Yeah, he rubs the lamp, and it fucking blows his face off. <laughs> yeah, which is pretty great. Uh, and oh, he comes home, and the genie's there with a sword, and he just immediately starts attacking him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when he was like, I wish you could speak English. And he started speaking English. English, And I was like, oh, watch out, man. Uh, you know, like uh, that you used up one of your wishes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I thought. And then he uh, and then he wishes like, I wish you stop fighting me. And he stops fighting him. Um, and like, I, 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 that's when it became slowly clear. It's like, oh, there's no limit on wishes. Yeah. Fucking fucking vegan floop can wish whatever he wants and <laughs> and this guy'll this guy'll uh, go with it uh and then the genie when he gets arrested first of all he's watching stand-up comedy in the apartment wearing head-to-toe leather yeah his outfit is Tight incredible black leather yeah. yeah his all of his outfits are incredible yes uh and he like this is how he relaxes the cops gun come one of them points a gun in his face and he sucks on the gun yeah that was wild that was wild uh and then he's like just having a lot of fun with it i guess if you're a mortal if you're a god it really doesn't matter yeah i mean why he also he also drinks like 10 milkshakes at once he has like a cartoonish appetite for some reason right he just he we see him at the theater with like two buckets of popcorn he orders like 48 ice cream cones yeah um yeah i don't know why he's just he's so amped about every aspect of night of life in 1991 yeah i get it that's a great year you know yeah it's a pretty strong one if you were a genie and you suddenly got 1991 rolled up right if i was trapped in a in a lamp for 2000 years and my first day out of the lamp i got to see terminator 2 and robin hood prince of thieves back to back i'd be like this is the best year ever yeah it's fucking great yeah um 
I love the line after he drinks the milkshakes. He says, well, I've sucked on some pretty wonderful things, but that takes the biscuit. <laughs> yeah. There's so many lines like that where I'm like, fucking, oh, beautiful line. Yeah. Um, It's just like they sneak him in there. Um, Yeah. There's there's a like he says towards the end of the film when he finally tells Alan Cumming that he wants to go back home, which apparently he could have just done at any time. Um, he's right. like he's like rattling off all the things he loves about life in the 90s and one of the things he says is I love giant Kevin Costner oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah because he thinks they're giants yeah um, I like that Mr. Bean calls his secretary uh, he says you disastrously faded old crow <laughs> like it's so British yeah it's extremely British uh, and it's so well it's uh, it's so perfect mm-hmm I mean, it's the writer of Love Actually, you know. So yeah, and it's gonna and, have some uh, hit, hit lines. And Blackadder, I think. I think it's the director. Director. I know Black the director Adder. did Blackadder. Okay. Yeah, it feels like it's these people just starting up. The BBC is like, you know, where? How, what is the BBC? I don't know, man. Like, what's what's their deal? I don't what know. Are what they, the, I don't government? know what their deal is. Are they the fucking government? Is that how that works? I guess I don't know. Do they just like, do they pick people up off the streets, like throw them into a van and they're like, you're making a Christmas special mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Your government demands it. Yeah. And then the people need it. Yeah. And they're like, what do you got for us? And they're like, I don't know, a genie. And they're like, make it more Christmassy. We're the British government. What God if he damn knew it. Jesus? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. He knew Jesus. Do we have to do anything else? No. Nothing else. You can be as fucking wild and weird as you want. Yeah. Uh, we oh, we need a Ninja Turtle in there, and uh, he needs to suck on a gun. Yeah, he's got to suck on a gun. Yeah. And eat shitloads of McDonald's. Put that in. Yeah. Or, put that in. What are they trying to say with that? What is know. the whole point? Here? I don't know. I think because they just the, thought. I think they just thought it was funny that he loves fast food. It's like, of course he does. Yeah. Is this it's delicious? Is this a Mac and Me situation? Did Did Pizza Hut? get in on this uh or kfc i forget i think he, i think they eat mcdonald's kfc and pizza hut they do um these are the all of these things are correct it feels like i i'm just i'm trying to now think of like what is why what is the meaning of this movie because ultimately nothing, nothing the genie well the genie at the end he um he uh w- he wants alan coming to uh put him back in time because mm-hmm. he misses his wife and his kid his kittens and uh his mom's uh rabbit dung cooking or stir fry or whatever yeah, some, some kind of lunacy yeah uh and i get it is because like i if you were thrown two thousand years into the future right now or at least if i was um i would have an instinct where it'd be like yeah i, I need to go back Mm-hmm. like this is cool that's cool i can i can like control things with my thoughts now and like we're all just light that's mm-hmm. cool i love it yeah uh, i want to go back because this is weird uh yeah but yeah i want i want pizza hut and mcdonald's yeah exactly i'm gonna steal some of your songs so i can get rich like he he kind of reacts exactly how you would because he he grabs some like properties on his way out yeah where he's like uh, yeah i'm gonna just quickly change history and like, I if I was out and coming, I'd be like, no, you're not gonna biff us. Yeah. Uh, but I think he runs with it. And then at the end, he's selling the guy 
he goes back to the moment of his okay of his imprisonment of his imprisonment and now has a suitcase full of stuff Mm -hmm. that he tries to sell to the guy and he like he tries to he's like can i offer you a toaster instead and then the guy's like "Ooh, toaster but he doesn't know what a toaster is also where are you gonna plug that thing in yeah it's useless it's a it's a piece of yeah it's complete you would dismantle it and use the parts to make sharp like weapons yeah uh it's it's very unrealistic is Mm -hmm. my point yeah i'm just thinking about a universe in in which uh barry white songs are like centuries old biblical time biblical tunes yeah where we'd be like (laughs) we'd be like yeah everything back then was pretty much what you expect except for this one guy i don't know what this guy is doing but uh this guy's out of his fucking mind you would read about that guy and and be like oh he's a time traveler (laughs) yeah that's a time traveler right there yeah he this guy came from the future although do you think if like okay is this a back to the future situation do you think that if he tried to uh get barry white songs popular back then Mm -hmm. people would actually understand i don't know i think it might be a you know a johnny be good situation uh where he's like i guess you're not ready for that yet but like your kids 2000 years from now are gonna love it and they're like burn him and then they burn him <laughs> and then they kill at the him. stake he tries to sell somebody a toaster and they immediately chop his head off yeah because he's oh yeah a, he's clearly a demon yeah because th- that is like it's it's actually not a good idea right to bring back toasters or anything electronic because mm-hmm. all it does is put suspicion on you and then you're you can't help anybody because when you say like no ch- check it out it's good they can't test that because they can't use it. Tom, if you could bring something back in time, mm-hmm. a piece of technology, what would it be hmm. and why? Explain your work. Um, it would either be like a bitchin' motorcycle. Okay. Or I think I'd probably, I don't know, like a transformer. I'd bring back like a transformer. Like from a telephone pole? No, no, like a toy, like a like a, an oh, Autobot. Okay. Man, I'm uh, I'm going gun all the way, Tom. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, I was trying to think outside the box, but yeah, obviously, nah. I'd bring a machine gun. Yeah, just a just a even just a pistol will do it, depending on how far back you go. Yeah, uh, you just, then you're a god. I was about to say you just you take over the entire planet. Yeah, <laughs> for all we know, Jesus was a time traveler with a gun. I don't know how that works in the Bible, but I mean, it it just feels. I mean, he's Neo he's neo yeah Mm -hmm. yeah you just bring a gun back and then they're like kill the witch and you're like bam 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 you just have to make sure to bring a lot of bullets yeah at at least enough because there's going to be a point where you're like you're king of the world uh with your magic blast hand uh and you've been going years Mm -hmm. without bullets and no one realizes it you know Mm -hmm. because eventually you'll be like don't make me blast you with my with my fingers yep finger blast you and then and there but you can't but they don't know yeah right they don't know they don't want to they don't want to test you yeah um you would have to be very protective of your gun though Mm -hmm. you'd have to duct tape it to your hand or something so that people can't steal it while you're sleeping Mm -hmm. it would be a lot of stress it would be yeah you'd have to put like a trigger lock on it and Mm -hmm. yeah this is the problem keep it in a safe Um, i wouldn't want to rule the world especially back in time world right uh so like it's like the most you can look forward to is like getting gout 
Yeah, and a lot of conflict over your gun. Mm -hmm. People really, really want my gun. Right, and then there's a certain... Okay, here's the other problem. Is like, yeah, going back that far sucks. Um, Because if you went back in time to like the 70s, it -hmm. wouldn't be about bringing technology. It would just be about inventing technology that you know is going to be invented or putting stock. Like there's a... There's a certain point where it's like I wouldn't bring anything. I would just buy. I would just put stock in things. I yeah. would just buy stock. You'd be, you'd be Van uh, Dam's old pa- partner yeah. in time cop. <laughs> yeah, you time cop it. Van Dam walks in, yep. dressed like a fucking maniac from the future. <laughs> dressed just, like a time cop. Just in the 1950s, dressed like a fucking time cop. No, it's in the 20s, man. Jesus, when he does that shit. Yeah throws the uh, fucking you puts a time vortex in the out outside a building mm-hmm. like you can't change things back it's against the law and it's like you're dressed like a fucking alien <laughs> what are you doing and you say you you rocketed to the future in front of you hundreds of people in new york you threw city him, you threw a man out a window well <laughs> like, he jumps out the window to be fair but oh, okay well whatever it is mm-hmm. that's that's still affecting time yes yeah yeah like where he lands is going to affect time. It's a mess. Why'd they even? Uh, it doesn't matter. This isn't time cop cast. I mean, I mean it, it could, could be. be. It could be. We we have the, that. Um, that's that's within our power. I don't feel bad straying a bit because one, this is only an hour. Andrew McGuire himself, like when he he sent us this, he was like, "I don't know how you're going to get forty minutes out of this." Uh, oh, we'll and the answer it. is by by talking about time cop <laughs> by rambling. Like, yeah. That's a great movie. Ah, we got to bring Time Cop into this. Yeah. If you could bring any technology from today mm-hmm. into the movie Time Cop, mm-hmm. what would it be? Because mm-hmm. Time Cop's the past, right? Even when it's the future, it's still the past. Right. It takes place in 2004. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all of Time Cop takes place in the past. That's, yes. That'll blow your mind. Yep. Um, hmm. I th- he, what? I don't know, man. I think I would probably introduce the concept of gifs. Oh, yeah. So that Van Damme can see the one of him punching the snake over and over again. Yeah, that's fair. And be like, that's pretty cool. Or the Wilford Brimley the riding Wilf- on a yeah, horse. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. triumphantly galloping away from an explosion. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just bring a gun again. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> bring a gun I know they to, have the, guns there, to the past where they have guns where they have guns just another gun bring two stop, guns two guns taped together yeah <laughs> blow everybody's mind nah, I would I would I would bring a gun uh, find it find that gun in the past and touch guns so that they turn into goop mm-hmm. like what happened to Ron Silver yeah yeah oh time cop yeah what a great film um what, what, where were we in this film? Um, he went I don't back know, in man. time. He went back in time. Genie. He went back oh, in yeah. time with a toaster. Sorry. I had suitcase. something. I had something a while ago. <laughs> um, so what is what is this? What do you suppose this movie is saying about commercialism? Because ultimately the genie is... He's won over by the commercialism of today. Right. He loves the, movies the, and fast food. Yeah. He tastes fast food and he's changed. And then he, he, at the end, kind of, uh, his arc is in the end, I just want to, I just want to go home. 
and it doesn't matter. None of this matters. Um, and I guess our hero, Alan Cumming, he learns to find happiness with a date. Uh, yeah, I guess. With a Santa's elf lady. It's like yeah. a little unclear, but... Yeah, because again, he doesn't say, I wish... Oh, I'll take back the weird revenge I got on my on my. I bankrupted my boss. Mm-hmm. Well, he, w- he I, was a bastard, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah, but still, like it's just more revenge. You know the teachings of Jesus. Yeah, the teachings of Big J. Yeah, is to get horrible revenge on your enemies yeah. for doing any Ab- anything on the spectrum of wrongdoing. Absolutely destroy their lives. That's yep. the t- that was the sermon on the mount. <laughs> Yeah, it was, uh, the, it was the scorched earth sermon, <laughs> yeah. where Jesus, uh, where Jesus literally lit uh, the ground on fire and then pissed on it mm-hmm. to and demonstrate. Looked everybody in the eye and said, "Don't fuck with me ever." Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then he. That's, uh, that's the mo- one. Of, that's one of my favorite Bible verses. Yep. And then uh, yeah, and then like everything just exploded in wine and fish, yep. but not in a fun way. Like no, the fish were in, still a real, alive. in a really violent way. It's a very threatening yeah. way. Then he does like a roadhouse helicopter kick down the mount. Yep. Yeah. Like like he's propelling just, himself with the kick. Just wheel kicking through fish and wine. <laughs> well, everybody just runs for cover and they're like, oh, this Jesus. Somebody help us. And Judas was watching and he's like, I'll help you. I know now what I must do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The and then history. It's the. We're talking about the story they never told you in history. <laughs> the untold story. The unsorted st- story where Jesus was actually the villain. Yeah, he was fucking beating people with chains. Yeah. <laughs> it turns Pass, out- spread it. Spread the word. <laughs> Jesus was a gangster, it turns out. Yeah, before we're taken off the air, off the air of uh, SoundCloud. <laughs> Uh, for telling people yeah, the, the truth, the truth. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jesus was an evil rancher yes like pushing people off their land mm-hmm, mm-hmm. roundhouse kicking <laughs> it was his go to move god damn it <laughs> That's why you had to put him on the cross, because he'd roundhouse kick any other yeah, way. Yeah, that'd uh, get you to tie his feet down. Yep, yep. Watch out for this those is... legs, man. <laughs> He'll kick the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> He'll get you. He'll get you. That's why he wore robes, like a cobra. man, so he's flexible. Yep. Oh, 100%. So we get That's the thing, maximum he... six, uh, extension out of his high kick. Yeah. <clears throat> but, okay, so my point with this movie <laughs> is that... um. Yeah, uh, and then at the end, the genie brings the products back. Uh-huh. So it isn't throwing away commercialism. I feel like this is like 90s commercialism mixed in with they wanted to make a a, a Christmas message. And s- somebody told them, if you make a Christmas film, it has to have some sort of message. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, some sort of positive message. But then they're like, yeah, but we also need to sell Pizza Hut. Yeah. And they're like, sure, we can do both. And this is just an absolute flurry of just horse shit. It is. In terms of its message. Yeah. It's 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 bananas. Yeah. There's so many brands in this movie. Yes. And like fucking Bob Geldof and Ninja Turtles. Yeah. This movie has 
the teachings of Jesus and Ninja Turtles in it, mm-hmm. and a genie, and a, and, and a genie who sucks seductively on a gun. Yeah, seductively. <laughs> what the fuck? The fuck is this movie? I don't know. Again, it's on YouTube, so if people want to watch it, yeah, uh, and learn about you know the truth about Jesus, which isn't in this movie. No, uh, absolutely this movie not. Does not. Yeah. God, we need to make a, another podcast. Oh, yeah. Let's get, let's get, let's call it, call Info war, war, Wars, Info Wars, let's call them. Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, let's get this, a, this, this conspiracy wide open. We could, you know, we could probably get on Info Wars if we wanted to. Yeah. I'm not saying we want to, mm-hmm. but I'm realizing now you, it's probably pretty easy to get a. It seems incredibly easy. Like, I bet we could do a PragerU video too, if you want to. About I'm sure this. we could. Yeah. Yeah, let's do a PragerU. I want to get in the room of a PragerU shoot and start making a a newsie for them and then get abruptly kicked out when they realize I'm talking about Jesus doing helicopter kicks. (laughs) That's my dream. Just go wildly off script. Yeah, and then you come in too Mm -hmm. uh, with the gun we brought back in time. Yeah, with the two guns taped together. Yeah. Just be like, this is what all guns are like in the future. Yeah. <laughs> the future of one year from now. Yeah. Uh, we got a plan. The, the distant future of 2021. Yep. Every gun is two guns. Taped together. <laughs> and everybody knows the truth about Jesus Christ. Yep. And Jesus and we Christ all... was a, a, a mercenary bouncer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see if we had a time machine, we could make this all true. We could make it all true. We could, yeah. Yeah, we could go back in time and write this movie. I've, make des- the big I've bucks. decided it's true. Yeah, yeah. No one can say otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell me. Uh, how, don't tell me how to worship. No. Yeah, because you, you can still worship Jesus and believe he's a villain who you know karate kicked people mm-hmm. and exploded their blood with wine <laughs> uh, and fish coming out of him like a fucking Cronenberg, like the ending of Wishmaster. Yeah. Just like fish squirming out of people while Jesus rose above them all floating. Like he's fucking like like he's like he's Magneto. Yeah. <laughs> Magneto Jesus. <laughs> with the power to control fish. <laughs> Just whipping fish through the air like projectiles. <laughs> Just flying through the air. And the fish are all confused and terrified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> Don't like understand scenes, what's happening to them. It's like the scenes from Brightburn, but fish. <laughs> where like it's like a horror movie and they're hiding, and then a fish just smashes into them, <laughs> just kills them. And of course, like sharks too. Sharks can get involved, right? He can whip a shark Absolutely. at somebody. Absolutely, that's the best kind of torpedo. Is a one yeah. that has a mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just fucking. Got Jesus a, got controlling a, a sharknado. Face. Yeah. But I like that his style of choice is just fish. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like bullets. They're like meaty bullets. Yeah, they're the best. Like, sharks are like, that's too obvious. A fish you never see coming until it's lodged into your skull. Mm-hmm. Yeah, until it's passed through you like a fucking arrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just disintegrating dudes with fish. We've, gone, we've, gone, we've gone pretty far afield. <laughs> I mean... Yes. Well, I mean, do you mean by like Jesus 
floating over battlefields like Dr. Manhattan fucking blowing people up with fish? A little, yeah. Okay. A little. Not entirely. That's fair. Not entirely. Okay. But a little. Um, I don't have anything I else think, to say about this movie. I, yeah, I, I, guess, I guess we're done. I guess we... Yeah. It's, it's we, what I'm you know. Get, what I'm getting at is I think we're done. <laughs> yeah, I think we can rest now. Yeah. We can finally rest. Yeah, I can finally uh, hang up my gun that is two guns. Yes. <laughs> uh, Andrew McGuire, thank you. Yes. Uh, for uh, showing us this movie existed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I know that. Yeah, exists, I guess, technically, uh, for the time being. You can get it on Amazon, on VHS, for, I think, $40, maybe 50 Oh, dope. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to get that right away. Yeah. Or you can watch it for free on YouTube. Uh, so you, everybody, I guess, do that? Wait mm-hmm. for Christmas. Show your family. Yeah, um, of course. If, if you're curious, we have a Patreon. That's how Andrew McGuire did this. It's patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed we also have exclusive podcasts on there like tom and jeff watch batman and fox Mulder is a maniac mm. tom i was finishing up the joker episode oh excellent um, oh it's so good it's uh it's a lot of fun people yeah. should check it out it, it's 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 easy guys it's easy you just sign up you 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 you, you select select the tier and then you get your podcast just like that mm-hmm. you know they, they just become yours they just become yours uh they fly into your life mm-hmm. like they, a, they like explode a f- through your house like a yeah. fish missile yeah um we also have a, a store uh, tpublic.com slash stores slash gamefully unemployed where you can get t-shirts mugs stickers masks posters whatever you want and then those things you will become yours yeah actually yours mm-hmm. not like a lie that we told about the podcast Mm-mm. no these no. you will actually own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they will physically be in your possession. Uh huh. Um, by the way, it's it's Jean Claude Van Damme as Jesus, right? Of course, well, yeah. In the movie we're making, he's now? he's dressed exactly like he's dressed in Time Cop. Yeah. Oh my God! What if that's who Jesus was? He's the Time Cop. He's the character from Time Cop. Mm-hmm. He had an accident. He went back in time. He became Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's. That's, I mean, it's it's like a loop. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like the film Looper, only Jean-Claude Van Damme is Jesus Christ. Right. Also, oh, and also he's a time cop. And he also kills Jesus? I don't know. I think he is, right? He just is. It's just always been him. It's everybody's, everybody's it's because, Jean-Claude. Because he has a time machine, that's why everybody thought he was the son of God. Right. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. All right, let's make it happen. And his fancy kicks are like, well, no human can do that. No. This man no, is only, this man is divine. Th- those those are god splits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is what those <laughs> yeah. are. Yep, those are godly ass cheeks. <laughs> <laughs>